Welcome, welcome to the Human Podcast. So this week we got me, Alex Truck, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. That's me, A-L-E-X-T-H-E-T-R-U-C-K. Send me dick pics, send me whatever. Whenever you spell it, it just makes me think of the Britney Spears song. A-L-E, I don't know the Britney Spears song. If but... you seek Amy. I have no idea. Courtney, help me! Like, it just makes me think of the song, If You See K. We're, we're literally talking about the same thing. No, If You See K is, like, way different of a song. Okay. Well, I'm talking about the Britney Spears song. It's not a Britney Spears song. Yes, it is. If You See K? I swear to God. Yeah, no, it, is, it is not. But we have also my wife over here. Very combative today. I am so fucking sorry. And then we have uh, Courtney over there, you know, chomping down on some dinner. It is not my fault that I feel this way, okay? It's my stupid birth control, and I'm sorry I'm bitchy, but I'm also not sorry. I'm a bitch. I'm a liar. I'm, a I'm supposed to get some blood. I think I'm going to get some blood work or something done. I forgot. You forgot what I you're going to... I talked to my doc because the last two You're just going to walk like, in with a blindfold? My... Like, I've just been getting so angry, and I do know, like, um, on my last blood test, like a year or two ago, I had elevated testosterone. So a I'm year like, or two shit. ago. Yeah, welcome to fucking testosterone, and white men are so angry because we have this shit coursing through our bodies, and it's like, why are you so angry? I have to deal with shitheads on the road every single day, and I have fucking testiculars. Full of testosterone blowing through my body at all times. And I have to, like, you know, shoot the excess into toilets just to, like, get by in life. Huh. I, I love the faces that my wife is making as I'm saying all this. I don't know what's better. Was it better when I was crying all the time, or is it better now that I'm bitchy? Like, both, like, well, I mean, what do you prefer, me crying all the time or me being like this? I can't hit you when you're crying. So is that a yes or a no? I'd rather you be bitchy and like fighty and then I can like, you know, box you up. can't even punch that hard. You can punch pretty hard. I can? Yeah, d don't test it. I mean, well, you're not, you're like, if I, if I punch you, I'm going to hurt my hand. <laughs> Whatever. And then we also, yeah, we got Courtney over there. I know I can kick hard. Yeah, like men have a weakness. It's our ball sacks. It's our source of power and our biggest weakness. I don't, I, I'm surprised that balls don't glow, honestly. Ew. Like, it should glow like a, you're in a, like facing a boss in a video game. Like, woo, 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 woo. Like an arrow goes to it. Like a fairy flies around my balls. Like, here, here, punch here. This is how you take down the boss. Yeah. Okay, is your boss music the, like, chorus, or is it different? No, it's raining men. It's raining men. I've never actually heard Hallelujah, this song. Hallelujah, it's raining men. Amen. I just know they sing it on Shit's Creek. Oh, it's such a good fucking song. In fact, I should probably sign up to, you know, sing It's Raining Men for next karaoke. I have no qualms about singing, you know, silly shit like that on karaoke. I'll, I'll sing whatever. I usually just, I'm like, roulette me. 
fucking throw me under the bus. Make me sing some weird shit. And then he's like, <clears throat> Bloodhound Gang, two weeks in a row. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? At least get good Bloodhound Gang and not just the one song everyone knows. Hey, it's hey. their hit. Oh, no. What does TSH mean? TSH? Yeah. I know it's... I mean... Uh, on according to what? It's, it's for a blood test. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Quite okay. honestly, I was talking to Alex, but... Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if you're like... Okay. Sorry. Like, it means a couple different things. A, it's a thyroid value, or B, it's a liver value, depending on what panel you're looking at. Like, I don't know a lot about human physiology. I think it's a... a it, I think it's the thyroid. Yeah. THS? Yeah. TSH. Oh. Man, I, I had, like, a good one. I'm like, this herpes sucks. Oh, my gosh. I don't have herpes. This STD sucks. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that doesn't... Ah, fuck. You can't put a, a fucking... Courtney, why are you looking at blood values from two years ago? I'm not. I'm looking at the one that I'm supposed to do coming up. Oh. What, are you looking into the future? No, I was looking up what uh, he, testing he ordered. Because it lets me know. So I, I'm sure that at... the doctor will be like, this is this. And then you can, like, ask. Like, I, I hate that. Like, I'll have, like, a question, like a burning question that i need the answer to and then i have to like go on like a two-hour fucking google spree just to figure out what the fucking answer is and that leads me to more fucking questions and more fucking answers i love side questing what are it, you upset about it sucks because i'll like think of the question while i'm driving without any internet so i can't even be like hey google you know what is this nothing you don't have data not in the mountains? No. No one has data. Huh. I suppose. They, they don't even have houses out there. They have cows. They let cows out there. Like, here, cows, you don't need internet. Cows don't need internet. Like, there's not even a train stop out there. The train just goes straight on through. It's like, fuck you. Wait, I thought trains went under mountains. Through, it goes over it. They, that? Mm -hmm, yeah. They, go, they, like, weave through. Maybe maybe one day I'll take you to the uh, um, cumbrous fucking trains. There's it, it like it's weird like it. There sometimes like I have to come through and I'm like coming back like when it's running, and there's people just on the side of the road with fucking you know three thousand dollar cameras just to take a photo of a fucking train. I'm like, oh my god, autism unites. I love waiting for the train to roll by. Yeah, these people are set the fuck up hours before it comes by. Like sometimes I take the back roads home when if I if I left work up in Castle Rock at the point I knew like the train would be coming to the crossing by the time I got there and I'd sit and wait. 
Yeah, no, I, I. And there'd be like a bunch of kids, and like someone always did like the arm thing, so like the so like the conductor always hanked the horn. Like I, I didn't have to be the one to do it, because like because like an adult can't ask for that. Oh yeah, you can. I don't, like I don't care if you're a fucking an eighty year old man that goes, eh, I'm fucking pulling my horn for you. Absolutely, I don't care who the fuck you are. If you want me to pull my horn, I'm pulling my horn. Oh my goodness. It's the best part about being a trucker, by far. Mm-hmm. But like it is, you know. When you get to do it, when you see like a bunch of kids, like like you wa- have like the pull down thingy, or yeah. you just have a button on your no, steering I, I wheel. Do. I have a button on my steering wheel and the pull down thingy. Ooh, can you press? Can you do them both at the same time? Yeah. Does it make a difference? Not really. I mean, like, so one's an air horn. It you know uses air from my air tanks to burn, and so you know just like actuates that. And the other is just an electric horn. It goes beep beep. Like one's very cute, and then the other's like. Fuck you. And, and like deer get to hear it all the time. Like they're like little autistic children, like, eh, but you know, they're just like standing in the middle of the fucking road. Autistic kids don't like to look at the light. Yeah, we don't have lights on. The deer isn't it the deer in the headlights? No, they're on the side of the road, just like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm like, don't go. I like look at them, I point at the fucking deer. They see me see them. They're herbivores. Yeah, they're, you know, that's a weird way to say retarded. I don't like herbivores. I have no but yeah, respect for them. They, they see me see them, and I give them the middle fucking finger as hard as I can. They're fodder. And they're like, okay, fine, we won't. I'm like, good. And like, one's like, duh! And I'm like, god damn it. And I like, run them over. Like, we have cattle guards on our trucks, mainly because of me. Because it's wildly expensive to, like, replace your engine or replace, you know, anything if you crash into a deer. But, I, yeah, I fucking, oh I fucking hate deer. In fact, I, I was reading my first jokes just the other day. The first ones I ever wrote when I first started comedy. And it was about how much I hate fucking deer. And I really hope that they're Catholic, so their Catholic priest deer fucking molests them, and they die of deer aids, and, and with the shame of getting raped by, like, Catholic deer priests. And then they go to hell because they're Catholic, and they commit suicide on my truck. It wasn't good jokes, but those are my first ones. Which tells you how much I... eat this? Yeah, sure, why not? Mm. You think I'm afraid of eating bugs? No, I was just asking. Like, I don't know why. Oh, my dad's so annoying. You Can you guys why. hear any background noise? Oh, yeah, of course. Not much. It's so annoying. He goes right outside my fucking window while we're doing this. No, I hear like a TV. Oh, he's listening to the radio. What is he like listening to, like Rush Limbaugh or something? No. Is he listening to like Rush Donald... Limbaugh died? Doesn't mean he can't listen to him. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> You're like, is he listening to him today? It's like Tucker Carlson. It's like Tucker Carlson got fired from Fox. Yeah. It's like you can listen to the old shit. 
You know, I, I listen to dead comedians all the fucking time. Like Patrice oh. O'Neill. Holy shit. Oh my God. I wish I was like a millionth as funny as Patrice O'Neill. Motherfucker's funny. Mainly because uh-huh. he's black. But right, right on into the first fucking uh, story. A Chinese comedian was re- arrested after a joke about army. What an idiot. Yeah, and I I just You go don't get to make jokes about the army and fucking communism. It does not work that way. He's like Wait, are they is, is Japan a communist country? It's Chinese. We're talking about China, not Japan. Oh, Chinese. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's like they're also uniform. They all look the same and all wear the same things. They are like twins. <laughs> But he didn't even say anything that funny. <laughs> uh, um, fucking, um, he's Lee Haoshi. Um, he was fined about uh, 1.7 million pounds. Um, and Mr. Lee could face time in prison for his fucking joke. Um, he made a remark in his stand up comedy about his two dogs. That um, you would see them and they're adorable, but he said the two dogs reminded him of fight to win, forge exemplary, exemplary, exemplary conduct. The fucking joke sucks. I I don't even know why this shit got noticed, but it was a punchline uh-huh. of uh, General Xi in 2013. As a goal for the Chinese military. You know, just kind of comparing his dogs to the Chinese military. And, yeah. So, apparently, this is just going to kill all stand-up comedy in China. I'm amazed there was stand-up comedy in China to begin with. They don't get to have nice things. They don't get to have anything nice. I literally just said that. But, like, look at all these women. Just, you know. uh, They're like... Wow, they're just gonna be baby makers for, you know, Chinese men. Do they even have like any? Like I, I don't see any of the pins in their fucking necks. Do you, do you remember that whole fucking bullshit where they like put like fucking pins in their collars so they if they look down they get stabbed to death? Well, not to death, but like it hurts. Supposedly, back in like the fucking dark ages, where like churches, like church, like preaching went on for like hours and hours and hours, there was a dude who walked around with a sharp stick to poke the people who had fallen asleep. Yeah, because that's boring. <laughs> Don't go to fucking church if you like, like, if there was a religion that was fun, I would do it. In fact, I should start this. I should start a fun religion. It's called the Pastafarians. No, no. All Wait, they- what? The Pastafarians are the ones that believe in the... I said it wrong. Yeah, you way wrong. <laughs> they believe in the flying spaghetti monster that, you know, travels the fucking universe. And they can wear a colander in church. They they wear colanders on their heads and they get their license, uh, their driver's license photo taken with the colander on their head. Because it's, it's religious. It's religion hair. No, but like, I want one where you can fucking come to church to drink beer and fucking play sports 
and, and like play video games and you just donate to the church so like we can buy more fucking meat for you know next week and we go shooting guns and stuff like that sorry i got flashbacks and, and like you know there's like a a quiet area where you can go pet kittens and stuff in the church and like you know, Super Smash Brother tournament and Mario Kart tournaments and Call of Duty tournaments and you know people outside playing football. And it is still one of my proudest moments of my life. What? One time I got approached by Jehovah's Witness and he was like getting into it and I told him I was part of the sect that worshipped Bath, the Egyptian god of cats, and then I started singing the Meow Mix song. <laughs> okay, like <laughs> I'm what? <laughs> I, I, Wait, what did your mother say in response to that? No, it was me. I started singing the Meow Mix song. The meow, in response meow, meow, meow. to what? To a Jehovah's Witness who I, wouldn't leave me alone. Oh, gosh. That's hilarious. See, I love asking them the hard questions. Be like, is it true that you need to see two people rape a child before anything can be done about it? Yeah, that's so stupid. Yeah, they have the rule of two. Where two people yeah, have to witness it. It's quite honestly like the shittiest thing ever. Jehovah's Witness like, is a cult. If one of the church members is accused, like if the victim doesn't want to go to church, they get punished. Yeah, and you can't fucking see your family anymore. You can't go to weddings. You're shunned from the entire yeah. church. And that's a bad thing because it's your family. People still love their family. Why? I know. Same thing with the uh, fucking Amish. Yeah. You know, the Amish. Like, Am oh, I just saw a video about this Amish girl. They fucking didn't take her to a real dentist and took her to just someone who, like, just yanked out teeth and didn't do proper medical care. And she already had dentures when she was in her fucking 20s. Nice. Yeah, people well, leave. Well, no, she was in pain. Like, I, she I no, know that. I was trying to be sarcastic. Yeah. They, they dentures. It was really sad. Amish people do not have, like, noticeably, like, good health care at all. Well, yeah, they don't go. So. I mean, like, I, I've met Amish people that, you know, they stick to their own, but, like, they see the value of, like, a pickup truck. But they're not allowed to drive it. They hire somebody else to drive it. And I'm like, it can work in, you know, small enough groups, just like communism. Communism can work if there's a small enough group and everyone is, you know, down for it. You yeah. Know? But in mass, it does not. There's mm -hmm. always, you know, one person that gets a little too much fucking power. It goes to their fucking head. And it all fucking falls apart. No, this is the beauty of communism. Human enslavement. Yep. That's basically what happens. It always ends up in a dictatorship. Yep, yep. Yeah, and then the fucking oppressed people fucking rise up, and then, you know, it goes back down to fucking shit. It's like playing a game of Jenga. I'm yep. really bad at Jenga. I, I remember, like, I was playing Django with like my buddy and like we were just doing some stupid shit just 
you know, taking them from the bottom, just like doing the most difficult ones, and like I think I won. But on, on to the next story, hard fucking right. Yeah, fucking Chinese people stop fucking trying to be funny or not. Let, let's just be honest. No, they're not allowed to be funny. Like if you're American Chinese, you know, Chinese American, yeah, come on over here to tell some jokes. But your joke, like what you think is funny, it's like, ha, oh, I have a great joke. I watched my mother be beheaded by the Chinese government. And then my dad say no. And then he got beheaded for saying no. <laughs> and then people are like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> uh, I'm in shock. <laughs> Ugh. But story number two, um, Spirit Airlines asks Puerto Rican family to show passports, then denies them flight. Um, a Puerto Rican tr family traveling from Los Angeles to the island of Puerto Rico was denied travel on Spirit Airlines because the parents didn't have a U.S. passport for their toddler. You know, um. Yeah, I know. Okay. Everyone knows. Uh, Puerto Rico is part of it. The parents didn't need a passport, nor did their child, because Puerto Ricans are United States citizens, and Puerto Rico is not an international destination. Are they citizens? Yes. They're defined as citizens? Yes. Hmm. They can come here. Like, um, it, any Puerto Rican you know, in Puerto Rico, can come to America and work. They don't need a fucking passport. They don't need anything extra. They just have to start paying taxes. Uh -huh. But yeah, in this specific case, an agent at LAX who was new to the position misunderstood the identification requirements and in a statement saying, we are providing the agent with additional coaching and reiterating proper procedure. So, yeah. Yeah, the incident took place at LAX at on April 25th. It's spirit. Yeah. that That's what you get for fucking flying sheep. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just probably not having good English either. We sincerely apologize to our guests and their family for the inconvenience. We issued them refunds for the tickets and provided them with future travel vouchers. <laughs> like they're going to use Spirit again. Quite honestly, Spirit is like the cheapest. Yeah. If you want to go somewhere last minute, that I think that would be the one to do. In a similar case this month, Hertz apologized for denying a Puerto Rican man a car because he didn't have his passport. It's really sad when Americans America that bad. You know. Well, a lot of people. Most people have never been Puerto Rico. Most Americans, I'd say a good 90% of Americans have never been to Puerto Rico. Ah, the education system has failed us so badly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Sorry, you fucking Puerto Ricans. Just stay over there and deal with your fucking hurricanes, I guess. Sucks for you. They don't have to pay taxes. They don't have to pay federal taxes. They just have to pay taxes. Less taxes is less taxes. It's not that much. Mm -hmm. No, less tax yeah. is more death. And they also don't get to vote for president. So It's rigged anyway. Yeah, whatever. So apparently they're working <laughs> on wooden satellites. 
Um, an international team of scientists led by Kyoto University in Japan successfully tested wood as a b- building material for the International Space Station. Oh my god, this makes so much sense. The team tested the durability of space wood and found that it showed minimal deterioration and good stability in a press statement. Yes! Um, the samples are s- selected as potential materials for upcoming wooden artificial satellite uh, Lingosat. Surprisingly, scientists are increasingly turning their attention to wood as a viable, sustainable uh, building material for small satellites. Yes! Oh my god, because petrified wood. I love this. I don't even think it's petrified wood. Okay. Nope. It... Okay. I realize I didn't give enough words to explain my statement. But yes. Okay. So petrified wood was before mushrooms yeah, evolved? Then, yeah. It's like rocks. Yeah. But I think they're just using wood. Yeah. Because cause that's what it's going to do. It's going to withstand shit. The wood samples were exposed to the harsh conditions of space including massive temperature changes, exposure to cosmic radiation and solar particles for a total of 10 months. Impressively, the test confirmed that there's no decomposition or deformations as such surface damage, warping, or mass change occurred. Um, Based on their findings, the team determined that the upcoming Lingosat could be built using magnolia Because steel magnolias! Due to its um, high workability and its durability. So. I'm surprised it's not Wedwood, but I'm still very happy with Magnolia. So, yes. I'm sure now it's going to be fucking cheaper to fucking put satellites up. Trees are amazing on so many different levels. That way, now, if a satellite goes down, it's like, eh, whatever. Yes. Yes. We're literally littering our planet from space. It's it's repulsive. So, yeah, that that'd be cool to you know get some you know wood up there. Space wood. Space wood. That that's like what NASA em- male employees wake up with in the morning. <laughs> I have space wood. <laughs> hey, babe, you want to touch my space wood? Oh yeah, that's right. I'm single. <laughs> Silly me. Silly scientist. You can't get a woman. And then, you know, his husband comes in. It's like, you want me to suck your dick? It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm gay. So, speaking of husbands, a husband hid 500,000 in Bitcoin during a divorce, and he got busted by a crypto hunter. Nice. Wow. You know, financial infidelity. <laughs> wow, that's a word. Has become increasingly sophisticated as investors hop coins across blockchains and sink their cash into metaverse properties. CNBC spoke with divorce attorneys from Florida, New York, Texas, and California. Blockchain forensic investigators, financial advisors, um, spouses who are hunted down virtual coins and some of the crypto holders themselves find out how crypto plays into the divorce. Man, money's so weird. Honestly, like if I bought a bunch of fucking crypto and it fucking went up and we got divorced, that's my fucking crypto. Agreed. 
It's like, I'll give you what it was worth when I bought into it. I'll give you half of that, the money that I spent buying into it. But you don't get my investments, you know. So I agree with that because you and I keep our finances separately. But if we if we did finances together and then got divorced, then yeah. What the fuck? What? A few months into her divorce proceedings, Sarita thought it was suspicious that her spouse, who earns three million annually, didn't have many assets. Oh. After spending a half a year on Discovery and enlisting the help of a forensics accountant accountant the new york housewife just a housewife eventually tracked down 12 bitcoins then worth a half million dollars in a previously undisclosed crypto wallet sarita who was married for a decade asked to use the pseudonym to protect herself from retaliation um she said she felt blindsided by her husband's cryptocurrency investment you greedy fucking bitch Fuck you. Hey, if she, if it's her right to go after the money, she should go after it. How much fucking yep. money do you need, though? How much money does he need? Yeah, I mean, if it's that, then he should have no problem sharing. Yeah, that's plenty I'm of money. I'm sure she got $10 million in the divorce, and she's like, I need another half a million. This bitch sounds fucking insufferable. No wonder she's divorced. I wonder what the fuck he did. Like, it's wild that fucking people with like, that- Like, it would take a lot for me to walk away from that much money. I wonder what the fuck he did. Probably was just working all the time, and she was just cheating with somebody else. And he's like, I want to marry the pool boy Why now. I'm assuming she's- Ew. I'm not marrying some fucking pool boy. He's a fucking gigolo. But yeah, no, like I think anything you keep in a crypto market should have to stay in a fucking crypto market. And if she wow. wants to fucking touch it, she has to pay like 90% of it in taxes. It's like you get the money from the fucking divorce, you sell the fucking house, split that shit. Are there any kids? Does it say? No. No, she, she kept her fucking name. Sarita is not even her name. Obviously. You know, she used a pseudonym to protect herself from retaliation. So she's not going to give any more information. No. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, she spent his fucking money to go hunt down his shit. Hey, he shouldn't have hidden it. It's his fucking money. All she was was a housewife. The fuck is that supposed to mean? exactly what it sounds like it's like i don't, even know, I don't know being being so being a housewife like it would mean she would be in control of everything like she'd do all the grocery shopping the cleaning the cooking how much do you think like that's that. worth though if if i was that's to really hire someone to come and do this you know for me and be like hey i'm gonna pay you like, like courtney if i was to pay you just to be a housewife that's all you had to do was you know Stay at the house. Um, you had to cook all the meals. Go to the grocery. That's groceries. what I'm doing right now. Go to the. I mean, I get paid. Uh, let me see. About two thousand a month. A little bit more than that, actually. Two thousand a month. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's 
and that's $24,000 a year. That doesn't even cover everything I do. Like that's only for stuff that's in the home that technically doesn't cover any time I take him to the doctors or it doesn't cover like if like stuff takes longer and stuff like that. So yeah. And then it only covers lighthouse keeping duties too. Like it doesn't cover everything. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I see all this fucking dumb bullshit, and it's like, you know, you get paid $24,000 to take care of, you know, what, two adults? You know, your dad... No, your... only one adult, technically. She's t- taking care of the other two for free. Yep. They're so... free. They actually, them being here cuts into my pay for what I get from my dad. Yep. For taking care of my dad. Mm-hmm. It cuts down on... So, supposedly, they have... Uh, house duties too like they cut everything yeah, that, that they possibly can so my grandma living here she costs me like two hundred dollars a month so yeah i mean living with me you're getting paid like twenty four thousand dollars a year to essentially be a housewife that's not a lot of money and, it's not. and, and now this if i if if this wasn't my dad i probably i wouldn't do it yeah, no. They'd have no, to pay me more. Yeah, no way. And, and you mm-hmm. know, but like, how much would you want to get paid realistically if this was not your dad to do everything you're see. doing? Fifty thousand dollars a year. Sixty, a hundred. Let's, let's see. Like, how it much... would depend on like what all my duties would be, like what they expect for dinner, like because my dad expects like. I do barbecues. I do all day barbecues for him. Yeah. I mean, all, all the same shit. You have to cook all the meals. You have to do the laundry. You have to go do grocery shopping. You have to do all the house chores, keep it all clean, blah, 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 over and over and over again. Like, how yeah. much would that be worth, you know, for to you me? to. Yeah, for you to do that for somebody else? Like, probably, quite honestly, at least double. And that would even depend, like, on, uh... So you do it like, for 60000 Like, if I had to go out of the house or something like that. Yeah, you'd have I to go out I would way more. 60... Like, caretakers, like, make a lot... Uh, can make a lot of money. So $80,000 a year? Most likely, yeah. Let's yeah. see, care.com. Fuck, I don't... Let's see. Yeah, and then this, this chick is probably going to get $10 million... And for you to make $10 million working $80,000 a year. Yeah, but the the thing is, though, it's personal because she was able to be there specifically for him. Yeah. To be able to make that money. And then he'd have to find someone that would be able to do that. Yeah, so she he took care of her. And then after they get divorced, now she's going to get a fucking $10 million check free and clear. And, you know, walk to the bank laughing all the way. Well, how is she going to get a job? She has no fucking resume. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's Uh, stranded. Every fucking... You just have to walk into a place. Hey, I'm willing to work. You know that's not how that works. That's exactly how that works. I was a homeless guy that got a job. But was it a shitty job? It was Walmart. Yeah. And then I used my fucking, you know, time at Walmart... To, you know, then jump from that to a better job, then to a better job, and then to a better job. 
to where I am now. You know. But I mean, yeah. think about what if you had kids and had to pay for their daycare? Would you be able to do it? You have fucking. Uh, if you have kids, she has um, child fucking support. Even then, that's. Let's see. Sometimes that's based on uh, income. But but I I would say, like, if you get, like, over a certain amount, like, if you get over $5 million or something crazy like that, like, there should be zero child support. None. Mm. It's like, here you go. Here's a big, fat fucking check. But that's for you. That's not for the kids. No. Like, still. If I had $5 million, I could take care of, like, 20 kids. No problem whatsoever. Eh. It's just American greed. That's all it fucking turns out to be. American fucking greed. Hey, give me more money. Hey, I don't want to fucking be married to you anymore because I like the idea of fucking working with a man that was, you know, dedicated to his work. But now I want something for me. Yeah. Hmm. It's like, you realize you're going to die, like, and not be able to take your money with you. I plan on dying penniless. Yep. Live off the system. It's going to be great. But yeah, I, like, I, I, I already hate this fucking lady. You know, I, I hate fucking divorce. Do not fucking get married if you, you know, are unsure. Like, my marriage is either going to end in death or death. Yeah, Alex will die before you. I've, been, I've had more than one doctor tell me they'll be surprised if I make it past 60. Well, don't. But, don't. I mean, that was the same thing for my dad, too. He... He's supposed to be dead already. Okay, I am not living past sixty. Let's put it that way. Screw that. I'm not getting old. I, I'm just. I'm gonna paralyze what if you. Don't you. Feel that? What if your uh, body's condition stays the same though? Courtney, my body's condition is not great now. My stomach constantly hurts. I need to pee every fucking half hour. I have a bunch of mental conditions. I have chronic pain. Like I, my body is not well. I don't want to live in this body any longer than I absolutely fucking have to. I totally oh. forgot I fucking did this story. So here's the other side. A Utah mom accused of poisoning husband with fentanyl and cocktail took out $2 million in life insurance policies on him. My girl. Right see, here. See, see, this is the shit I'm talking about. Fucking when you know, a man is trying to fucking defend a man, it's like, how dare you you misogynist but when like women like murder fucking their husbands yeah girl go get it straight up what what's the reason she murdered him for cha-ching oh a woman who allegedly spiked her husband's drink with fentanyl and then wrote a children's book about grief after he died is now oh my god oh yeah that mormon chick is now accused of secretly taking out almost $2 million in life insurance policies on him. Um, The allegations against Curry Richens, um, I'm sure I said that wrong, were raised in an amended court document filed Thursday that led to the postponement of a detention hearing originally scheduled on Friday. A 33-year-old fucking Richens was charged with aggravated murder and three counts of possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute following her death 
Eric Richens. This is not a bad way to die, though. Yeah, fucking on Fenton. Yeah, this sounds a great death. He was found unresponsive in his bedroom of his house in Kansas, about 40 miles southeast of Salt Lake City after Wait, what? she made him a Moscow meal to c- celebrate a business deal. In Kansas? In their home in Kansas. No, that's Kam- that's Kamaz or something. Oh, Kamaz. Kansas does not touch Utah. You never know. No, I know precisely where Kansas is because it's not next to Arkansas. Yeah, just just say forty miles southeast. No one knows where Kamas is. Okay, no one cares. It's like, Except do you know where? Bitch. Do you know where Rye, Colorado is? No, fucking no one does. You know, I know where all the fucking cities of Colorado are. Although to go on a Moscow mule, is that really what you want your last drink to be? To celebrate a business deal, an autopsy and toxicology report found they died of a fentanyl overdose. Have you ever had a Moscow mule? Yes, of course. What it, what's it made uh-huh. of? Like, what does it taste like? Um, fucking. Does it taste like mules? No. No. I'll make you one later. How about that? But will I like it? If you don't, then I'll drink it. Okay. It's like as long as vodka. It doesn't go to waste. Yes. So yeah. Isn't it tequila? I thought it was tequila. I'm pretty sure it's like Oh uh, no, I ain't drinking tequila. You don't like tequila? No. The only time I ever got sick from alcohol was tequila. Like I've gotten like oh, I've gotten okay. alcohol poisoning twice and I got really sick a third time after tequila. Tequila does not like me and I do not like tequila. Yes, I was right. Oh, okay. It's vodka. So vodka uh, a Moscow mule is vodka, ginger beer and lime juice with a slice of lemon or lime. And a sprig of mint. Oh, fuck me. I'd love that. Yeah, it's like a... And it comes in these cool little uh, cups. Like these copper cups. You have to make it without the lime, though. Yeah, that's fine. You can make it without the lime. You just still do garnish. Mm -hmm. So. This sounds amazing. I want one. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. Yes! Um, So, yeah. So, this guy died. Um, Sorry to this bitch, but fuck her. I hope she goes to prison forever. Like, she should go mm-hmm. to prison for, like, the rest of her fucking life. It's like, here you go. Now you fucked around and found out you fucking killed a man that had some shit going for him. And He was a Mormon. You're a greedy fucking bitch. Fuck you. And just spend the rest of your life, like, rotting in solitary confinement. I'm so sorry, but I'm here for people who kill Mormons. And I don't care how fucking nasty that sounds. Okay. I will not back down from that statement. Next story. Um, transplant patient sees his own heart go on display at museum. What? A woman, a woman visited her own heart at <laughs> at a museum 16 years after it was removed during life-saving transplant surgery. What? Oh, look, it's that's a broken heart. Duh. Because her. Like, oh, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> um, the 38-year-old said she'd hope it promote holy fuck 38 years old and and it was like 16 years before that god damn she was young that that's awful like to see like a child have to go through she wasn't a child she was an adult she was 38 and then she was 22 that's a child that is a bambino (sighs) fine i'll concede that point her frontal lobe is not fully developed Look at her. She looks fucking higher than Snoop Dogg right yeah. there. She's 
fucking hospitalized with a shitty ass heart. I hope they're giving her good meds. Yeah, she can get it. Of course she can. No, not her. Her. This lady. They both can. Yeah, she just like has her heart and she's like, I I like I want her to like bring like an old ex and be like, see that? That's a heart you broke when I was sixteen years old, you asshole. I'm still mad I didn't ask for my uterus back after my hysterectomy. Okay. So Oh my. Yep, so thank you, lady that fucking, you know, did some shit. You know. Jennifer Sutton. Um Ringwood Ringwood in Hampshire. So, yeah, British bitch, whatever. <laughs> Fuck her. Um, so, am I the asshole? Let, let's just go straight into it. Am I the asshole for kicking out our youngest child at 19 so we can sell the home and downsize for our early retirement done by Drypen8084? So, my wife and I have three children, 25 female, 22 male, and 19 male. We're 45. We've both always had the plan to work hard while we're younger and retire early. Thankfully, we got lucky in life, and we're now in the position to do that with our savings. The oldest two kids have moved out, and now it's just the youngest who still lives at home. We have a four-bedroom that's in a more rural area, which is a big empty house for just us and our son. The plan is to downsize, sell the house, and move to some place, some small place in the city. We hope to travel a lot, so we don't need a huge place. We've decided to sell the house in a few months. Our son isn't happy about that. Even less so, we had to convince... We couldn't convince... Even less so that he... When he couldn't convince us to take him with us, he says it's unfair that his siblings got to live at home until after college, and he, you know he has to leave now. We offer to pay first and last and security on any place he finds, but... He thinks a few months' notice isn't good enough to, you know, give him time to move and look for a job. I reminded him that he was lucky to have a good childhood with plenty of luxury. And they, you know, even paying to get him settled is a kindness. He accused, of, he accused us of prioritizing our retirement over his well-being. He said that we're lucky to be able to retire at all. He took it even further and got his siblings involved. They supported him to my surprise. They think it, sh you know, we should either be fair or wait a couple years or take him with us. When we didn't back down, our daughter said he could fly over to her house and stay there, despite despite sharing a one bedroom with her partner and our granddaughter. I think it's insane they expect us to put our lives on hold for years just to allow him to live with us. But none of the kids have been talking to us much, so I guess they're united against us. Our older son said that when he gets a place of his own he lives with roommates right now that we won't be welcome to stay there when we visit wow um, I think I know your opinion Alex of you course of course everyone Alex. knows my opinion well no I meant guy Alex oh yeah what's your opinion babe that they're assholes yeah 100% Kick that shithead out a year ago on his fucking face. Who gives a fuck? If he's worth his fucking weight and salt, then he'll fucking thrive. If not, then guess what? I guess he's just going to fucking die on the streets. Who gives a shit? 
Don't go not the parents. Don't go visit your fucking kids. They're boring. They don't have anything. Well, they're not gonna now. They live with roommates or in one bedroom with their fucking partner and you know kid. They're not doing well. Your kids are not doing well. I'm just saying that right now. (laughs) They're not. I just think it's quite honestly though, like this is how you like set up the next generation though. Like if you were told and way before you were 18 that you were gonna have to move out at 18, like you would have totally made different plans, wouldn't you? you I, would I found out on the day I turned 18. Exactly. That's a dick move. And guess what? I still fucking flourished. I fucking got it done. Not really. No, you didn't fucking You're, shape you up until so you met me. You have management issues, and you have a shitty job. Think about if you would have been able to stay home, you could, probably could have gone into tech and made way more money than you do now. No. Because you were interested in computers, right? Oh, I, I like, I would fucking kill people. Because here's the thing with tech. I, like, I know the industry quite well. Um you're always going to have a manager that has no idea what you're doing or what actual expectations to expect out of you. And they're going to just demand you do unreasonable shit. Non fucking stop. They're like, well, why can't you get 20 computers done a day? Why can't you just do three of them at once? Why can't you just do this? Isn't that how you, how your job is now? They expect a lot from you. Nope. They expect me to just, you know, get the job done. They don't care how long it takes where I stay, what the fuck I do off the clock, you know, what time I wake up. You know, I I push my fucking start time back an hour. I got no pushback on it. I just told them I did that. No one else gets to do that, but I do. I'm like, I'm just pushing this back an hour. If it fucking needs to change and I need to, you know, start back at 2, I'll start back at 2. But right now I'm starting at 3 and 4. Because it gives me a little bit more time. Oh, my God. What? Sometimes I wake up around like 2 o'clock and you're still in bed and I start having a mini panic attack. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to be late for work. I don't give a fuck. Like, there there was one day I I got to work at 5. And they're like, oh, my God, where are you at? I'm like, I'll I'll, I'll be there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. I fucking completed the day. There's one day, like, I got stuck on the side of the road for three hours. I still completed the day. They know I can get it done. They they don't fucking, you know, bug me at all. And, and like that that's the part of my job that I really like. You know, yes, I don't make a fucking shitload astronomical fucking crap ton of money, but also I don't have like that level of stress to where, you know, someone brings in their computer to you to fix and then they stand over your shoulder fucking trying to tell you how to fix it. I love it when clients do that. It's so fucking funny. It's it's like if I brought in Mochi and I'm like, maybe it's her floor bucks. <laughs> I would just smile and nod and be like, oh, you know what? That might be right. I'll ask the doctor about that too. <laughs> if you validate stupid people, they shut up sooner. <laughs> yeah, no, and then they get mad. They're like, you know, it's... And it's always old fucking people, too. Like, you ha- you have to fucking put in your time with these old fucking people that have no fucking idea what it is. Or they were the fucking top IT person back when, like, Windows Millennium was out. 
and now they're like, I'm the master. It's like, no, you were like half decent at running fucking DOS, but now you don't know fucking shit about anything because everything changes all the fucking time. I remember back when, like, in Windows Vista days, when you had to, like, take ownership of the fucking computer and, like, go in and, you know, know the fucking commands to do that in order to fucking do... Yeah, it was a nightmare. It's like, yes, I I could fucking just go to college, go get my fucking computer engineering degree and, you know, fucking sit in an office. I I can't do that. I, I can't sit in an office and just do little busy work. I have to fucking, you know, travel. I have to be out. I have to do this. I have to do that. You know, hmm. I, I, I can't be like the girl that just trapped. Well, can't but, you do that, I though? The comments Isn't there traveling? Like, they go and, like, do stores and shit like that. They set up the databases and they help out and replace shit and stuff like that. Yeah, but that that's a field tech. That's a different job. And they don't make much money. So my, my wife wants to know the fucking uh, comments on this one. Um, listen, if you're looking for validation, there will certainly be people in this sub who will tell you that you're in the right, that a 19-year-old is an adult and you have no obligation to him once he's past the age of 18. I'm here to tell you that you're absolutely wrong and you are most certainly raging assholes. Um, nothing in your post indicates any kind of urgency. A 19-year-old might may be legally an adult, and you may be legally in the clear with respect to any obligation to house him, but a 19-year-old is still very young. Um, he is also has a reasonable, reasonable expectation that you would house him as you did his siblings and give him the same opportunity to get himself settled and established as an adult that your older children had. Instead, you're throwing him to the wolves of inflation and unforgiving housing market and a difficult employment market that makes young people um, for young people and expect them to be grateful that for that. I am heartened to see your older kids, at least standing by your younger brother. Um, somehow you've raised them with values better than your own, or at least you should be proud. You're the asshole. Um, yeah. People are just calling them. They're the asshole and they're just getting fucking dragged through the fucking comments because but they are. the kids are 25 year old female 22-year-old male and 19-year-old male. F- do not let your kids fucking live with you. Fucking pat- If you're going to let them live there, charge them rent. You know, charge your ca- kid rent for a four-bedroom house in this market. Make them go get a fucking... you're just upset that you got kicked out at 18. No, no, I'm not. At all. If you want to fucking teach your kid to be responsible, charge your kid rent, and then after... You know, your kid's like, I'm going to move out. Be like, okay, here's all the fucking rent money. And just put, put the rent money. People mon- who charge their kids rent, most of them aren't going to do that. <laughs> yeah, but the, apparently this family is doing okay. Charge your kid rent. And, and you know, that kind of gets them in, like, the fucking mindset of how the world's going to fucking be. You can go pee if you want. No, I'm just sitting here enjoying your hypocrisy. My hypocrisy. Yeah, you're here making these grand statements when you don't charge Tron rent. <laughs> yeah, but and he... now I'm going to go pee. <laughs> yeah, but he he's going through some shit. Exactly. But he's not. Exactly. A... So what a kid who's kicked out at 18. Exactly. Go pee. 
But yeah, I mean, like for for me, I was kicked out at eighteen, and I fucking thrived. I, I fucking did well for myself, considering my fucking situation. I don't yeah. care considering your situation. But if you weren't kicked out at eighteen, you could have been in a better situation. You Who wouldn't knows? have had to been homeless. You wouldn't have had to take a crappy job at Walmart. Maybe, maybe I could have just been like an entitled fucking little shithead. Maybe I could have, you know, gotten in. Yeah, but that, that's the whole point, though. When you're staying home, you're expected to either go to college or get your own job to move out. Yeah, apparently the, like, this 19-year-old doesn't have a fucking job. So he's been out of high school yeah, for a full fucking year. Yeah, expected to be able to go to college and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, like if this like if this kid wants to fucking you know get the fuck it like you know what what happens if like he he's sitting there for a couple more years and the parents are like okay it's been a couple years get the fuck out then they're perfectly fine doing that but yeah no parents um pen dry you're not the asshole i'm going to say that here you are not the asshole get them it's the dry pen I said dry pen. No, you said pen dry. Whatever. I'm 100% sure I said dry pen. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should go see fucking Dr. House then. Maybe I have like a brain disease. So yeah, you're, you're not you the You do. Ass. It's called testosterone. No, he, he, aren't you dyslexic? Some. But yeah, you're not the assholes. Um, fucking go retire. Go live your fucking life. You fucking spent 18 years raising yeah, no, them. No, they get to do what they do. They you get know. to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, but they have to live with the consequences if all their children hate them. Yeah. Tough. And I mean, they have no fallback. No. And clearly they're not, they're not that bothered by it either. Yeah. Kick your kid out. Um, don't fucking feel bad about it. And then when your kids are like, Mom, Dad, can you help me? It's like, no, you don't want to see me anymore. You guys hate me. Ugh, fuck off. That That's really what it should be. You think they're going to ask them for help after this? Yeah, of course. You kidding me? 25 years? Yeah. Would you take care of your dad if he, and would you pay for him to go to nursing home or something like that? My dad? I'd move him here. If If my dad needed help, I'd move him here. No problem. I'm sorry, what? If my dad needed help, I would move him here. To a certain level. My dad has money. Yeah, to a certain level. Yeah, but what if he didn't? Then no! What if he, for some reason, got cancer and all his money went to cancer instead? Like, to for treatment and shit like that. I'd take him on a nice little boat, boat trip, like a carnival cruise, out to the Pacific. So not even a good cruise? No, not even a good cruise. I don't have that much <laughs> money. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Like like a three hundred dollar cruise, like a, like a fucking forty eight hour cruise. Actually, you know what? Someone, th- a lot of older people basically do that. Like they live t- to cruise. Yeah. And, and no, no, like you, you didn't let me finish. And I beg, hey dad, have you ever seen the movie Titanic? He's like, I love that movie. We're gonna do that. I'm flying, Jackson, and like take him out to like the front of the boat and beg, see, put your arms out. You're flying. He's like, I'm flying, son, and just push him. Oh, my God. You know, like the fucking propellers get them quick, the barnacles, and it's like, boom, it's all over. And then, like, the you know water gets all chummed up. I'm like, oh, no, my dad, Carnival, you have to pay me. And it's like $3.50. I'm like, I'll take it. 
Now that's gonna be fucking huh? awful if my dad dies on a carnival cruise ship. It's gonna be embarrassing. No, like, we'll just make sure your dad writes his will before he goes on a cruise ship. I don't even think I'm in the will. Like you might be. Oh, of course I'm in the will. I'm it, his it, favorite child. It'd be hilarious. That's like, you know, I, I'm giving, you know, my uh, daughter-in-law like ten thousand dollars as long as she does not share it with my shithead son, <laughs> Alex. Both your parents see me as a favorite, Alex. So. So. But yeah, um, and on to the final thing: relationship advice from God in the form of man. I'm seeking guidance in the on significant age gap in my relationship: a 26 year old male and a 43 year old female. Fuck yeah! Um, and opinions of friends and family can love transcend these differences, or should I consider potential challenges? Um, seeking advice. I, 26 male, need guidance regarding my year-long relationship with an incredible woman who recently turned 43 years old. Um, While we share a deep connection, common interests, stimulating conversations, and undeniable chemistry, the significant age difference has raised concerns amongst friends and family. Despite their reservations, our love, happiness, and strong bond are apparent to me. My girlfriend's vibrant, fun-loving nature and youthful spirit make our age difference insignificant. Our relationship is built on love, mutual respect, and a strong physical attraction. We are both financially secure. Compared to my previous relationships, this one brings immense joy and fulfillment. We have drama-free dynamic, cherishing each moment filled with laughter, adventures, and unwavering support. However... I recently encountered discussions online about age gaps in relationships and have made me question our situation. I'm torn in seeking advice. Should I be concerned about the age difference and consider potential challenges? Am I overlooking something crucial? I genuinely in- appreciate any insights or perspectives on this matter. And just the TDLR. Um, number one, no. Fucking, if you're happy, be happy. Be happy with whoever the fuck you want, as long as it's not a child, okay? Uh-huh. And, and neither of you are child, children. Um, you're both consenting adults. You're both happy. And I've definitely seen this fucking work more than one time. Why do people have to be so judgmental? They, like, your friends and family hate the fucking fact that you're happy. Pete, like misery loves company and they want to bring you down yeah you i'm know. so sorry <laughs> oh he's happy in his relationship like that sounds awful it's like if you're like a playboy bunny dating hugh hefner you know that might be something else like there might be you know like ulterior motives there is there obviously was you know money to get in the playboy fucking Ding. yeah it's always money um, but since you're both financially secure, you're both fucking having a good time of it, you know, let it fucking ride. Yeah. And if you hit challenges and you come to a point where you can't surmount them, then you guys aren't compatible. It's that but, simple. But here's the thing. You know, you're with the person that, you know, potentially could be your number one family member. You know, if, if you know, someone else in my family is like, I don't like your wife. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not fucking you. You know, I I have sex with my wife on sex night of the year. 
sex night of the year. Sex night of the year. And and, and that's just what it is. But like later this year, I'm going to fucking Skankfest. Next year, we're going to Burning Man. Whoop, whoop. Um, my my wife is gonna go over and see Courtney. Yes. Yeah. So I I so I actually didn't realize this, but the uh. So we have a tenant, and she doesn't drink alcohol. And I guess one of her family members gave her like alcohol that they weren't gonna use, and one of them's like a, a bottle of gin, and it's usually like almost forty bucks. Yeah, alcohol is wildly expensive. Like yeah. when you go into the fucking liquor store, like if I go in, I'm spending a hundred bucks. Like a small bottle of the Contra was like twenty five bucks, and that's for like the little itty bitty bottle. I'm thinking about just starting to buy like handles. There's some decent alcohol that's cheaper. I'm sorry, I have bougie taste, and it's cheaper than the Grand Marnier. Oh my god, it tastes way better. So yeah, OP. I'm I'm just gonna say this right now. Have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful life. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's see what. Don't be scared of challenges. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm in an interracial relationship. Uh, let's see what the comments say. Love can transcend any differences, but love is not strong enough for a successful relationship. Um, maybe ask yourself what you want in the future and how a partner, how a partner with this relationship can suit like this. Like if you want a family, this can be problematic. Um, also if you want an active lifestyle in 10 years, you're just 36, but she's 53. Not a fucking problem. I've seen plenty of fucking active 53-year-olds. I've seen plenty of active 73-year-olds. You know, I, I've seen fucking people 80 years old fucking climbing mountains. So age that is just... That shit's an, fucked up. How's that fucked up? I'm not going to be alive when I'm 80. Yeah, but I, I, I see them fucking climbing Are you going to be climbing rocks when you're 80? No! Exactly! Well, I, I'm going to be, you know, probably using, like, my pistol as a pacifier. Oh, my... I know. Yeah. The biggest age gap I've experienced while dating someone was younger was 15 year age gap. Ultimately, the relationship didn't work out because there was generational gaps and how people were. Yeah. People can be shitty. People can be judgmental. You know, people see, you know, one person with another person and like, oh, is, you know, are you dating? It's like none of your fucking business. But it's just out of the fucking social norms that, you know, people expect to see. Like, if you see, like, a black woman, you know, dating a white guy, that's out of the social norms. And people are going to treat that person differently. Um, If you see a Palestinian with, like, a Jewish dude, and they're both gay, it's like, what the fuck? I hate it when people make, like, side comments to me after meeting you. Like what? Like, I can't believe you're dating him or like, just like, it's not, it's like, if you don't read into it. It's like fucking at comedy and like, like, I can't believe you're like married to him. No. No, like if like, they say it like nice enough that like, if you don't read behind the words, it sounds like not that bad, but like, I don't like it. It makes me really mad. It's not even like the worst, like. One time I was at my hotel and I, I'm like just sitting there like, you know, waiting to check in. 
And like this one dude that was like local, like they have a rule if you're local, you have to pay extra money for a deposit because they don't want fucking trashy drug addicts to come to the hotel. Exactly. And I'm like, it's a good fucking policy and they don't charge too too much. It was like 200 bucks, you know, just for the stay that you get back once it's fucking done. And you can do a cash deposit and just hand them $200 cash, said and done. And this dude that was local, you know, saw me and he's like, but you let people like him stay here. I look at this guy and I'm like, you know, I give him the look like, are you fucking serious right now? And he realizes the error of his ways immediately and runs out of the fucking building. And, and me and the fucking dude at the front were both shocked at what he just said, what just went down. Oh, JT. And, and uh, yeah, fucking, I like left. Like, I, I, I got my room key and went into my room. And came back afterwards, and he's like, that dude apologized so much to you. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. It's like, dude, like I have the $200. I could pay that $200 like it's nothing right now. Like, if you're here for work, just go back fucking home. Even if, like, it's 50 miles. Like, if you live within a 50-mile radius... It's 200 bucks. Drive the hour home. It's cheaper. So. But that, that's going to do it for this week. Yeah, we fucking went over time. Um, follow me, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, all that dumb bullshit. I don't fucking care. Alex Truck everywhere. If you see me. Um, the girls don't have a fucking Twitter or Instagram or anything. Send me dick pics if you want. I'll fucking make them look at them. I don't know if like I've like just been getting dick pics this entire time. It's like all in a hidden folder. That'd be sad. Huh. Oh man, that'd be it'd be the greatest thing ever. Like, oh my god, there's like hidden messages that I just didn't even know came in. But then we'd be missing out. I know. That's what we're gonna look after this. So thank you all so much, and we will be back next week with some fucking more random bullshit, I'm I'm sure. Bye. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs>